We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, everyone. We have an opportunity I want to talk about tonight. Why? Because it's New Year's Day, as you know, and um, it means it's time for those disgusting, ridiculous resolutions, I used to call them, because they will kick in, right? We always try to do something to make ourselves better at the beginning of the year. But how can we make sure that those goals stick past next week, seriously, and it is too late to make those aspirations a part of your life. Really? Maybe not. Let's find out. Dr. Elizabeth Frades is an assistant clinical professor at the Harvard Medical School and the president of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. She joins us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline to let us know how we can keep working on those resolutions. Hello, Dr. Beth. How are you? Oh, I'm terrific. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am honored to be here. I'm glad to have you. We need it. You know, the first thing we start (laughs) thinking at the beginning of the year is, what am I going to do to change and be better, whether it's something internally in your heart or on the outside? Um, How is it that we still do it? Because so many people fail at it. Yes, yes. I heard your description of the New Year's resolutions, and I I did have to chuckle. And I do think many people on the line and listeners today, some are rolling their eyes and others are eager to hear how they can be successful this year, 2023. So even those people that have a little bit of skepticism, I'd like to draw you in and first talk about traps. The lofty and the big traps. So people, you said, want to change, either from their heart and the inside or something on the outside. And I do believe that we are creatures that are trying to do our best each day. And many of us know that there are some areas in our lives that could deserve attention. And if we gave attention to these areas, we would feel happier, we would be more productive, more creative, more connected. So let's talk about the the pitfalls, the traps. Lofty and vague. Lofty meaning somebody who is sedentary, so someone who has been sitting for a very long time and not been active, not been exercising. And with COVID, many people are literally sitting all day on the Zoom meeting. So someone like this that decides, okay, it's New Year's, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to sign up for a marathon, and here we go. (laughs) Problem with the, the, the lofty goal like that is if we don't break it down, there's nothing wrong with a lofty goal in and of itself. But if we don't break it down 
that's when we fall off and then we give up. So we want to break down the lofty goal to say, all right, I'm going to start walking. This week, this first week of January, I'm going to get moving. I heard your weather forecast, so it's cold outside. You're going to want to walk in the mall, and you're going to think what is realistic and how can I actually do something that will get me more movement, more exercise, so that I can build myself up to getting to that lofty goal, which is the marathon. The other problem is this vague. I will do better. I will do better. I will... I will start to exercise. I will eat better. These are very vague goals. We need to say things that are more specific, more concrete, like I am going to stop eating processed foods three meals a day. I am going to make sure that I have a whole food plant predominant type of meal once a day this week. So you really break it down. And and for exercise, I will start walking. Or, this is also too vague, I will join a gym. Okay, you're going to join a gym. What are you going to do there? I will join a gym, and this week I will go to one class. I'll go to one class this week. I will investigate. I will experiment. I will see what I like about this class. And, And if I don't like it, I will try a different class next week. So being a little bit concrete, and if you have high aspirations, break them down. These are the two, I think, best tricks so that you don't fall into these traps. But there are so many traps that we recognize, Dr. Beth. We recognize that we can smell them coming in January, okay? (laughs) And here's the challenge is that. You get frustrated just with the mm. approach of it all. When people start calling mm. you, your friends going, hey, I'm going to start walking. That's what I started doing about five months ago. And I lost 47 mm. pounds, right? Mm. And I was so excited. I stayed with it. I ate the salads every day. Oh. I was on the move wow. until Thanksgiving showed up. Honey, okay. I sat down and couldn't get up. Couldn't I get up? What do you do when you are so focused and you are accomplishing your goal and then all of a sudden it's gone for a moment? Yes. Yes, I hear you. And this is where I would advocate for what I call, and a mnemonic I created years ago, I call the coach approach. I have a feeling this is going to help you. I'm not sure. Let me me share it, and then I definitely want your feedback. So I have been in the area of lifestyle medicine and a health and wellness coach oh since about 2008 so i have seen i have heard your story before multiple multiple times and my goal in life is to is to try to help so here we go after studying this for for a decade or more i created this coach approach we need to take a coach approach with ourselves and with others that we're trying to help and heal if we're physicians, healthcare providers, mothers, friends, it doesn't matter. If you're trying to empower others, take the coach approach with them. But let's talk Mm -hmm. about ourselves. Taking the coach approach with ourselves. It's C-O-A-C-H. First thing is curiosity. Next thing is openness. C-O-A is appreciation. C is compassion. And H is honesty. So let let me help put these into perspective with your very story. So first thing, curiosity. What we do in this case is to say, hey, 
what happened at Thanksgiving? What were the changes? Were they internal, like you mentioned before? Were they, were they an attitude change? Was it an environmental change? Was there a stressor that occurred that, that took you over? What happened? Curiosity. What happened during that period? Another thing you would want to ask yourself is, before that, when you said in September, you started on this journey, you started walking, you were doing really well, you were eating healthy foods. And I would ask you to ask yourself, this is the curiosity part. You say, what was going well then? What did I have in place as my pattern? What was my mindset? Did I have a connection with a friend? Do I need a connection with a friend? So first, we we have to take this curiosity approach to avoid the shame, blame, and guilt game that so many of us play. I I think I played this game, uh, I know I did, with myself uh, when I was younger and, and before I became a coach. But this shame, blame, and guilt, oh, I... I, I was a, on a great path for four months, and then that's it. I, 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 Thanksgiving, I ate the pie, I ate this, I ate that, and I see, I cannot do it. I, it. This is just not something I'm able to sustain. Well, this is not following the O of openness. Openness is non-judgmental. We don't judge what's happening. We're curious and we ask questions. We don't shame, blame, and guilt ourselves. This is a mindset of failure. This is a mindset of the resolution won't work. These things are disgusting and awful, and I hate them. And you see, every year I hate them. So instead, we have this openness. We have this non-judgmental approach. We have this approach that says there is no shame, blame, and guilt here. There's only learning. I'm going to learn from what happened at Thanksgiving. And then there's the A for appreciation. And this is, hey, I did really well in September, October. I did so well during that period. And I'm proud of the progress that I made. And I have many strengths that got me there. I am gritty. I am perseverant. I, I like to have fun. And when I make things fun, I stick with it. And then when you're appreciative like that, you say, all right, I had these qualities that I used to help me meet the goal in September and October. How do I bring those back into my life now to help me get back on track? And then they see in the coach, the second C is compassion. So I would ask you and your listeners, and I ask myself a lot to, to speak to myself the way I would speak to a good friend. So if a friend of yours shared that story with you, I did really well, then Thanksgiving came and I sat and and I really got off track. You would probably say to your friend, hey, it's terrific that you lost all that weight prior to Thanksgiving. And and, and I, I think that you can do it again. Let's think about what you had in place and talk to yourself the way you would talk to that friend. And the last thing is honesty. Being honest with yourself in this coach approach, curiosity, openness, appreciation, compassion, and honesty, honesty, which means, all right, (laughs) so do I really want this? And why do I want this? What's my motivator? Why do I want to be a healthy weight? Is it because I don't want to have high blood pressure? I don't want to, my dad, personally, me, Beth, Frady's, my dad had a heart attack and stroke when he was 52 and I was 18. So for me, I want to do things for my body that will help me so I don't have his same fate. 
So what is your motivator? Be honest with yourself. Why is it that you want to make these changes? And then you make smart goals, specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, and time-sensitive. And the realistic one is where you have to be honest. So I'm going to start walking every day next week. Now I heard your weather forecast. I'm thinking <laughs> if you don't, if, I'm, I'm thinking if you're going to say that and you don't have an inside plan, that is not going to happen. So that is not going to be a realistic goal. But if you were to tell me, I'm going to get back to walking, Beth, and I'm going to walk not tomorrow because it's a holiday, but I am going to walk Tuesday and Thursday. I'm going to walk at the mall. I'm going to walk with my friend. I'm going to call her today. I'm going to meet her at 5. All this is very specific. It's measurable. It's action-oriented, and it is time-sensitive. There's time frames, right, that I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to create this. Put it in your calendar. And, and you know what? Making it fun. That's why I mentioned the friend. When you bring a friend along, okay, I don't know you personally, um, for me. I have a friend I go jogging with. When I make a plan to meet her at 7 in the morning, I don't snooze. I don't say, oh, not today. Why? Because she's out there waiting for me. I'm going to meet my friend. I know I'm going to have fun when I'm running with her, and I'm going to feel good. And I will not only feel good because of the endorphins from the running, but because of the connection that I have with this friend. Now I'm a social human, so for me, that, that, that really resonates. Everyone has to take Right, but for so many others, Dr. Beth, for so many others, yes. it doesn't resonate because it is the, yes. that is the one thing we hear about every year when it comes to resolutions. Yes. And here's my yes. truth. My truth is that I have to listen to my inner voice. If my inner yes. voice doesn't love me enough to help support me in what I'm trying to do, then what the heck? Right. So I keep yep. saying to myself that that internal voice we have is the voice yep. I need to continue to listen to, because every time I yep. go to Costco, I can get my five thousand steps in, you know, or ten thousand oh. steps in. Mm -hmm. And I love it. So mm -hmm. I'm always at, at, at Costco until you realize you can't spend two hundred dollars every time you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a problem for me. But really, right. I so enjoy walking. And so I decided, mm. okay, get back to that. Get back yes. to that. And that's what Correct. I was doing. I was just at the Mall of America the other night. So I keep saying mm -hmm. to myself, just keep going. Even if you for, you got to stop and forgive yourself. Am I right about that? Yes. No shame, blame, and guilt. You are you speaking go. my language. No exactly. shame, blame, and guilt. And definitely forgiveness. Here's the deal. No one's perfect. We want progress, not perfection. We all have slips. We all have mishaps. Everybody has these things. What we want to do is have what's called a growth mindset. We want to learn and grow every day. So if we have a slip up, we forgive ourselves. We say, hey, how did that happen? Oh, I didn't plan. Oh, I didn't bring my sneakers. Oh, I didn't, whatever it was. Oh, I didn't feel like it. I didn't eat properly at lunch. I was mm -hmm. exhausted. I was, I, was so, I was so hungry. I had to go home instead and have my dinner. Then I just felt like I had to sit on the couch because I ate. You know, so you can see then, all right, I better make sure to have my shoes. And I better, if I do forget my shoes, pick them up, not have dinner, pick them up and go for that walk. I'll feel fine. And then I will we'll be able to sit down and have my dinner after my walk. So you, okay. you look at mishaps with curiosity, curiosity. What happened? Ask yourself right. questions. But now we've run out of time. But I really want to get oh. this question. This is the last question, Good. Dr. Go ahead. Um, first sure. of all. 
I, I just want to know what does it mean when you cannot mm-hmm. find the joy internally in yeah. order for you to continue to do what you need to do? Because if there isn't any joy, then what's the point? Yeah, great point. So have fun. What brings your fun? So how do you connect to the joy? You sit down and you listen to that inner voice that says, I've lost the joy. And then you're curious and you ask that that voice yourself. You're talking to yourself. Well, what do you need to feel more joy? Well, my sneakers are causing blisters and I'm sick of it. Well, I need to save the money, get the new sneakers, then I'll feel joy. For some people, it's 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 saving up and getting a new you know, spanking new pair of uh, sweatpants that they can wear. For for others, it's saying I'm going to connect with my girlfriend like me, and I'm going to going to meet her at the mall and get going. And for others, it's variety. I I was working with someone who was walking, got sick of it, and wanted to sign up for a hula hooping class. She was 75, and I'm not kidding. And it was in our town, and I signed up with her for hula hooping because she lost the joy in the walking. So variety. So we went and we signed up for the hula hooping class. And unfortunately, we both did buy our hula hoops and we were ready to go. But they canceled the class because only two people signed up. Needless to say, both of us were hysterically laughing when we had our hula hoops out and we just did our own little class. So I think when you can't find the joy, you got to ask yourself questions. What else can I do? What else? seems exciting. Remember, something new allows for dopamine to be released in your brain, which is the reward system. So you may just need something new, like, you know, a a new place to walk, walking with a dog, uh, getting a friend's dog and, and, and walking with that dog. Something that is different for you that might enhance your sense of joy I'm glad you said that because there is one thing I did, um, what it was a, a year ago, and it was so much mm-hmm. fun. I was at Home Depot, and all of mm-hmm. a sudden, my friend and I just stopped and started dancing in the aisles, and it was a blast. He was laughing, I was laughing, and it was just this beautiful song. And I've done that only one other time before, right? And I kept mm-hmm. saying to myself, "Now this brings me joy." So maybe that's what I need to do, <laughs> honey. Put on put on my flat shoes and go and get that get out there and dance. Dr. Beth, it's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure to have you on. Thank Thank you so much for joining us. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Take care and happy new year to you. Happy new year. (sighs) Thank you. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.